It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life, <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the Morning Side Hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show, 10 things I'd tell my 15-year-old self. Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is July 14th, and we have a holiday to celebrate. <gasps> an official recognized holiday. <gasps> <laughs> it's what? It's, uh... It's July 14th! <laughs> It's my birthday! <laughs> Apologies to anyone wearing headphones. I'm officially 35 <laughs> years old. You are officially on your last year of relevancy. I know. Yep. That's so get it all depressing. in. Take uh, take polls. Share your opinion as often as possible because it's the only last year that anyone's going to care what you think. Which makes zero <laughs> sense to me. This is when it should all start. <laughs> Uh, but nationally, <laughs> it's mac and cheese day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's perhaps the king of comfort foods, the dominant dish of America, and a favorite of all ages all over the country, macaroni and cheese. Golden and gooey, baked and hearty, this sideline staple or main dish can be served up at any any number of ways. And on July 14th, you'll have the opportunity to try as many of these as you can on National Mac and Cheese Day, also known as National Macaroni and Cheese Day. Kraft may be the first thing that comes to mind when you think of mac and cheese for good reason. The company has been dishing out delight in the form of a box since 1937, but the origins of the creamy casserole can be traced back hundreds of years to Italy, where pasta and parmesan have been a staple meal for centuries. In America, some credit Thomas Jefferson for bringing the recipe back to America after spending time in Italy, but this idea has been disputed. Hmm. You know, what? They're... This is a good holiday to celebrate on my birthday. <laughs> Are you I'm, a mac and cheese fan? You know, not so much mac and cheese, <laughs> but pasta. Yeah. Like pasta is my, I can eat pasta with butter. And I think really. Well, I mean, I think most people can. Isn't that the baseline? No, just like butter pasta, buttered noodles. That yeah. is like Isn't a Isn't that the baseline? Isn't that what like children eat that don't like any other kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying I can enjoyably eat it. I can choose that as a meal if I... So you're saying as an adult, even though you enjoy many different types of pasta, sometimes you just like to choose butter noodles. Yeah. Gotcha. Egg noodles with a slab of butter right Egg on noodles. Top. Heck yeah. Yeah. I do egg noodles and like beef broth. Yeah. Sometimes. And those are really... That's like been a... That's been a thing my parents used to do. That was like their cheap, we are out of money and this is what we're eating for the next three days meal. That's fair. And, you know, they would make a big old pot of it and we just like reheat it the next day and yeah. the next day after that. And even then it was still amazing. Mm-hmm. Like a very comforty food. And add a can of um, cream of mushroom to it. Mm. Oh, yum. I've never strayed that far. Oh, it's good. It's so good. Drain out the broth, cook the noodles in the beef broth, then drain it out, and then stir in a can of cream of mushroom. Oh, oh. 
There are some uh, lower carb pastas, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I found them at Albertsons here in our town uh, that are more egg based, but yeah. they have less like carbohydrates in them than a normal egg noodle would. Mm-hmm. That are also very good. They make them in like linguine or whatever, but they're like that dried pasta that's already like spun. Yeah, the know? heart healthy ones or I don't think they're heart healthy specifically. Um, I I know they're they're just they're they're low carb. Yeah. I think they call them low carbonara or something like that. <laughs> there are some of the pastas that I've really, like, even the whole wheat pastas. And once you cook them, you can't even taste the difference. I'm... It depends on the brand. Yeah. Like, if you buy Walmart whole wheat pasta, oh, no. that's all you taste. Yeah. But I <laughs> but I the, wish that I remembered Bar- the name. The Borrelia. Yeah. Those are pretty good whole wheat. Um Barilla. Is it, is it, it's not pronounced with the the Y Mm-mm. sound? No, because that's Spanish, not Italian. I thought that was the same thing in a lot of different places. Mm-mm. Okay. I stand corrected. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, good stuff. Mac and cheese I love, though. Mac and cheese is great. Uh, I ventured out to make my first batch of like homemade yeah. mac and cheese for one of your parties oh. when we came over. Mm-hmm. And that was the year that... Sippy ate like half the pan because he loved it. <laughs> but I was proud. Like, you know, you did the did the little, you make the little roux thing uh-huh. or whatever and all that. I'm like, I'm cooking. <laughs> I'm like really making things I'm here. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty proud of it. Yeah. <sighs> it was pretty dang good. Um, And that's that's what makes me sad with the... Like, I like a good mac and cheese, but to get a really good mac and cheese, you got to put in a whole lot of effort. Yeah. And different places, fast food places or whatever, are coming out with the mac and cheese, and restaurants come out with mac and cheese. And I've never really found a great mac and cheese at any restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of restaurants to make a burger far better than I'm ever going to make a burger. Mm-hmm. But mac and cheese seems to be one of those goals that can't be attained. Mm-hmm. We always settle for, this is the best version that you can buy, but yeah. it's not always great. Yeah. Even like Chick-fil-A's. Chick-fil-A's mac and cheese has been praised. But even that, I, I get it. I'm like, eh, this is all right. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. You know? So that makes me sad. Velveeta has the, not the, not like the shells and cheese, but they have the mac and cheese dinners that are in the blue box. That Velveeta has those? Yeah, or maybe it's Kraft. I think it would have to be Kraft. Maybe it's Kraft. Um, but okay, it's in the uh, in the widescreen box, not yeah, the tall box. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> not the phone screen box, the widescreen. Exactly. Box. <laughs> um, and that when you cook it up, it tastes like homemade yeah. mac and cheese. I don't think it I've ever had that. Yeah, the breadcrumb that you put on top of it. Oh, Ooh, it's good. Okay. It's you know what, though? I do love me some Velveeta mac and cheese. Though. I do, too. It's a different form of mac and cheese, but it's great. It's the best. <laughs> the best. And I'm the only one in my family that likes it. Oh, no. That's yeah. so sad. My, the rest of my family prefers the Kraft cheese powder mac and cheese, <laughs> which is so gross to me. It's not, I mean, uh, it's not my favorite, but it'll do in a pinch. Every now and then we have a couple of those, like, Easy Mac things you microwave. Yeah. Can't do it. I'll get one of those. I'll take it down. No, it's going to take exactly. Actually, it takes less effort to make the Velveeta mac and cheese. It does. Yeah. Because it's just the pouch. You don't have to get milk and butter and all that other stuff. And it tastes a thousand times better (laughs) 
No. Mm-mm. I agree with you. I agree. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, uh, early on in our switch over to the morning side hug from our previous morning show, we talked about TikTok. Mm. We talked about how TikTok was on the way out. They were done. Yeah. Things were over. Mm-hmm. The world had turned its back on TikTok. Right. And we said that Byte had returned. Byte was the, the new version of Vine, which was the original short video clip uh, app that people were killing it on, and we thought that Byte would take over. Byte, still out there, and still pretty popular, but we don't ever hear about it. Mm-hmm. It's never in the news. You're not hearing Byte. You're not saying, hey, I joined Byte. We talked about a lot of the government agencies banning it, a lot mm-hmm. of the military was banning the use of it on their phone, all that kind of stuff. We thought, all right. We said, TikTok's over. And then COVID hit. And everybody on the planet who wasn't on TikTok join TikTok, including some of their most ardent, uh, disapproving voices, mm-hmm. like Mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. And, uh, yeah, so you haven't used it much lately, have you? No. Yeah, I haven't seen any recent Every now weirdos. and then, like, a friend will send me a TikTok. Of I some- see Samantha do them still yeah. pretty often. Every now and then somebody and, will yeah. send me one and... So then I go to watch that TikTok that they sent me, and then it turns into like an hour-long scroll of watching I'm different watching all videos. The different TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now it looks like finally the end might be near. Uh, after U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said in an interview this week that the government is looking at banning Chinese social media apps like TikTok due to privacy concerns. Fans of the app reacted by calling it the TikTokalypse on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) If this happens, the U.S. wouldn't be the first country to impose bans on Chinese apps. India did so last month, despite being the app's largest market outside of China. Uh, But it is possible that American teens will not take the band well, with 69% of users being between the ages of 13 and 24, and with 4 to 15-year-olds, 4-year-olds, Two 15-year-olds spending an astounding 80 minutes a day on the app. Would you let your four-year-old scroll through TikTok? You barely let your teenager. No, I don't don't, let my teenager. Yeah. But you barely let them know of its existence. Exactly. (laughs) But make no mistake, a ban will leave an opening for other companies to create their own copycat apps. So you can be sure young people. That's not fair to call anything that comes after that a copycat app. Because TikTok is a copycat app. True. (laughs) Again, Vine was the original. Yeah. Vine started it. That was where it took off. (laughs) But anyway, uh, yeah, so, and after this happened, just yesterday, or, well, not yesterday, this weekend, uh, Amazon has told all of its workers it can't have it on their phone. Really? For privacy concerns. Yeah. Because, again, that's what this, this thing has always been about, is that China... Uh, this this comes from China, mm-hmm. and that since its inception, it has had a lot of privacy problems mm-hmm. that keep seeming to pop up, and they think it's purposeful. They think that this is actually trying to to steal information from people all over the world accidentally. Yeah, you know, people accidentally sharing their stuff. Um, and yeah, we're 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 starting to see a, a point where we're like, no. Not right now. Things mm-hmm. are getting a little tense with China lately, yeah. especially since they got us all sick. Exactly. 
know, everybody's freaking out over TikTok. I can't help but think, like, you think coronavirus was purposeful? <laughs> so we'd all get on TikTok? <laughs> Lock them in their house. Give them nothing to do. Exactly. <laughs> I'll download TikTok. I, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Not only have we lost a great number of people, but... The people that are still living, mm-hmm. our identities are being stolen. So here's the problem that I have. I, I, I also downloaded TikTok, okay? After you and everybody else, I'm like, okay, maybe Backward Radio can do something on here. Okay. Downloaded it, and I'm scrolling through it, and I'm like, most of the stuff I'm seeing is not entertaining or funny. Yeah. Like, every 15 posts, I'll see something like, oh, okay, that was, that's worth a chuckle. Yeah. But I'm like, this This is being so overrun with people who don't know what they're doing, people yeah. who are not entertaining, <laughs> that it's 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 more work to uh-huh. watch. It's like being forced to, to sit through Netflix and you have to watch an entire show, like an entire episode of a show, before you can move on to the next show and find what you want to see. Yeah. You know? It's true. <laughs> there, There are two people who I can think of. Who, no matter what video I'm watching of theirs, I'm laughing. Two people. Yeah. Two out of all of TikTok. <laughs> and that Datasaur. Datasaur is him? hilarious, yes. I'm Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. It doesn't matter which one it is. It's a fantastic it's hilarious. gimmick. Absolutely. And then, have you seen the daughter? Her name's Mia. And she's always playing jokes on her mom. I don't think I've seen And so the mom is like, Mia, really? Mia? (laughs) (laughs) And she just asks her mom stupid questions all the time. And the mom, I don't know if it's a gimmick. I don't know if they play off of each other or what, or if it's genuine, if it's. But that's the best part. Yeah. If you can't tell, Uh then that's, that means they're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's so strange. Like the dinosaur thing to me, it seems so outlandish that they would have to be like planned out yeah like this was going to happen yeah but at the same time it's like the reactions of the mom the mom is so ticked him him always like half going like i'm sorry i'm sorry but having to do it (laughs) yeah like it seems genuine yeah and so like i can't say for sure whether or not this is planned out or if they're really doing this did you see that the mom did it no yeah i I haven't seen a whole lot of them i've seen like three or four they're hilarious they are absolutely hilarious (laughs) hilarious because you know for for forever, he's been destroying her stuff, destroying Easter pictures with the family, des- yeah. destroying dinners, destroy, you know, birthday cake, I think everything. Yeah. Des- and the whole time she's like, stop it. Stop. This is not funny. The mom is saying it. It's not funny. Stop it now. And then I, I actually haven't seen it. I've just been told about it. But he was working in the garage. He was building something. And the girls, it's always when his two daughters say dadasaur, you know, that he turns into yeah. A, a dinosaur well they said mamasaur this time mm. and so she just goes crazy and starts throwing his tools and throwing <laughs> the project and everything and he's just standing there like what is happening right now <laughs> this this is what it feels like to be on the other side of it okay i get it yeah so uh, i fully agree that people will just find another app like this and i bet yeah. this might be the takeoff of bite not based in china does essentially the same thing. Yeah. 
And there are quite a few people on there already anticipating this happening. In fact, when I opened Byte the other day, the first Byte that I saw was a guy just sitting, staring into the void as all the colors were changing and music was blasting in his room. And it said, TikTokers on the day that the app is banned. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's what it's going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are even some companies here that have said that their employees, like if they have given their employees a, a work phone, yeah. that they're not allowed to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazon, I think, is just the, the largest one that's yeah. done it yet. But but yes, that's, that is happening uh, a lot more often because, again, of the privacy concerns. Yeah. And... I don't see I don't see a way around that. I, yeah. I really don't. There's no way that TikTok can not be made in China. Yeah. <laughs> and, and since they haven't consistently not fixed their privacy concerns this entire several years now that they've been on top, uh, I think they brought it on themselves at yeah. this point. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. It's true. So yeah, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Get it out of here. Get lost. <laughs> Peace out, TikTok. <laughs> Coming up later in the show, Tuesday Junk Foods Day. We'll be back with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. You're listening to the Morning Side Hug. We hope you're enjoying our mix of music this morning on Back Row Radio. We'll be talking about new and upcoming junk food when we come back shortly. But first, turn with us to the Salty Sea section. Levi's forced to make cuts will now only sell jorts. This report from Brian G. Adams. The COVID-19 pandemic has taken a devastating toll on many U.S. companies since the nation began closing its doors in March of this year, including Levi's. On Wednesday, Levi Strauss Company, an American staple for nearly 150 years, announced they are being forced to make cuts. The company, which proudly claims to have invented blue jeans in 1873, says their sales were down by 62% in the second quarter of the year. As a result, Levi's will only be producing and selling denim shorts, or jorts, for the remainder of 2020. The reduction in the amount of denim used will result in significant cost savings. A press release issued today implies an intention to manufacture capri pants early next year with an eventual return to full-length jeans over time. Calls to Levi's corporate offices requesting more details were not immediately returned. For more quote-unquote news, visit SaltyC.com. S-A-L-T-Y-C-E-E.com. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And let's kick off this portion of our show with five random facts. In 2017, Japanese police finally caught a thief who turned out to be a 74-year-old ninja. He possessed great physical ability, was able to leap fences, and carried out 254 break-ins, stealing more than $260,000 worth of items from people's homes. (laughs) what good grief yep well then uh caterpillars don't morph into butterflies their bodies break down into a goopy protein in their cocoons then rapid cell division builds them back up into a new insect which makes it even weirder in my opinion i agree they essentially die yeah they essentially just rot into a mush yeah like okay let's start over yeah I don't understand it. 
And does that uh, does that kind of transformation happen with any other bug or any other species? I'm going through that transformation right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently rotting. Don't you notice all the gloop? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it does. <laughs> People who daydream often are more likely to be intelligent and creative, according to researchers at Georgia Tech. You know, they are researchers at Georgia Tech, though, so <laughs> can't really. <laughs> uh, men's beards have more germs than dog fur, according to researchers at the Hirschlinden Clinic in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And I've heard about wow. this a lot with the COVID-19 thing. That's like that's been one of the recommendations <laughs> that nobody's taken seriously is you should shave off your beards. <laughs> Not going to happen. Whew. I look like a giant baby. <laughs> <laughs> It'll grow back. Gosh. Uh, people who get angry easily are more likely to overestimate their intelligence, according to researchers <laughs> from the University of Western Australia in Perth. So here's the thing. <laughs> I am a daydreamer, and according to Georgia Tech, that makes me more intelligent and creative. But I also get angry very easily. <laughs> And so according to Western Australia, that means I, I'm overestimating my intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. It is Tuesday Junk Foods Day where we go through all, a whole list of new or soon to arrive junk foods mm-hmm. from all over the world. And uh, some of these are very far off. Some of them are already in stores as of this last couple of weeks. Listen so. here. I just did a quick overtake, and I am super excited. All right. <laughs> here we go. First one up is the Taco Bell Grilled Cheese Burrito. Some of y'all might have seen this pop up this past week at Taco Bell's. It's a flour tortilla with a layer of grilled cheese on the outside, as in, like, they just smother the thing in cheese and then put it in their little heat grill thing. Uh, inside is their their beef, seasoned rice, cheese, their crunchy red tortilla strips, some chipotle sauce and sour cream. I actually had this thing without the chipotle sauce and sour cream. It's not bad. I was going to say, they can keep the chipotle sauce. Yeah. And I'll take everything else. That I might, good. if I try it again, I might put like red sauce in its place or something in there. Yeah. Or, or maybe nacho cheese or something. Nacho cheese. But uh, it's, it is very good. Uh, mm. It's... It's. I wouldn't go out and say it's like the best thing I've ever made, but it's definitely a, a, a cool gimmick. Yeah. I doubt it'll last forever. It's not going to be a, a menu staple. Yeah. But it's neat. When it's wrapped correctly. They have to wrap it in a parchment paper and then wrap it normally. If they forget the parchment paper, I have seen online many reviews. If they forget the parchment paper, the cheese just it rips gets, off onto the yeah. wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> so you get that nothing. Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Hostess Donuts Caramel Chocolate Mini Donuts. It's a chocolate donut itself with a caramel icing around it. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean. All about it. Yeah. Starbucks has come out with some non-dairy creamer. Hey, non-dairy. Mo. I guess I can have this. Almond milk and oat milk is what make these up. And they have a hazelnut latte flavor and a caramel macchiato flavor. Yeah. I'm not a Starbucks person and I am also not a creamer person. You're not so, a creamer person? No. Oh, I knew that, yeah. Yeah, drink You're your coffee black. Forgot. That's <laughs> the whole purpose of coffee. <laughs> Gross. <sighs> All right. So we've been talking about boba uh-huh. a lot recently. Yeah. Well, those are like tapioca-filled balls, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Duncan 
is doing a popping bubble iced tea, but these bubble balls have strawberry like syrup or whatever in them. Okay. It's not tapioca. They're strawberry flavor. Okay. And uh, it's still gross. They put them in like green tea or some of their like fruit refresher drinks. I feel like I could get on board with it. Nope. Mm-mm. With strawberry. Not for tapioca. But for strawberry, I could do it. See, for me, it's not even so much about the flavor because the tapioca flavor is not that bad. It's... I hate it. It's the... It's the bursting? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like with it being strawberry, I'd consider it candy in my mouth. I'd think of it differently. Nah. Like mentally. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, Special K has come out with some new pastry crips, crisps, crips, crips, <laughs> crips and bloods. <laughs> Special K pastry crips. Dang it. <laughs> Can't say it. Crisp. Special K pastry crisps. There you go. Which are essentially healthier Pop-Tarts. They're really good. Uh, they are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've come out with a caramel latte flavored one, which actually has half a cup's worth of caffeine in it. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, skip coffee altogether. Right? Uh, All right, we got two coming for Halloween. We got Kit Kat Witch's Brew, which features a green creme that is marshmallow flavored. And it looked like to me from the packaging that the the inside, the chocolate, was maybe dyed purple. But I couldn't quite tell. Hmm. Uh, And then other one, which looks gross, but could be delicious. Vampire Kisses. Hershey's Kisses filled with a strawberry goop. I bet you those are good. Yeah, they look... They look gross, but I bet they'll taste like almost like cherry cordials, yeah. except strawberry version. Yeah. See, and I'm not a, va- a van. I'm you not a van. You are not a van. That's true. <laughs> I'm not a fan <laughs> of Hershey's Kisses. Really? I what? Re- are you un American? Were you so born in communist China? Wow. <laughs> Who doesn't like Hershey's Kisses? So I can do the um, almond ones, mm-hmm. but any of the ones that are just chocolate. Just the plain Jane ones. I can't you don't like? do it. Yeah. What about the flavored ones that don't have nuts in them, like the, like the hugs and kisses, the white chocolate? Yeah, I'm not a fan mix. of that one either. No. What are the other ones they have? They have toffee ones. Uh, they have ones with caramel filling. Do you like those? I don't think I've had those. Mm. I so Chris really likes the almond ones, which is the only reason almond that I've had great. them. Yeah, they might be my favorite. But like a hunk of just chocolate to me is I I just can't do it. So you never got any of those. That like pound no. sized Hershey's kiss that you just gnaw on until nope. it's gone. <laughs> nope. That thing is impossible to eat. I don't understand the appeal of it. I I just don't. I don't know. It's big. That's what. Yeah, That's the appeal. We're in America and everything's big. But I think I would try these strawberry goop filled ones. Yeah. So uh, the ones that are, have like that kind of semi liquid filling are different in that they're. They're almost like shells, mm-hmm. chocolate shells. They're mm-hmm. a little harder, a uh, little, little crunchier, I guess. Not, yeah. That's not the exact word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean. Uh, and so I don't really care for those as much just because of the texture change. Yeah. But I'd definitely try it. Yeah. I like the caramel ones okay. So. Yeah. I may have to try the Give caramel ones. I don't know if those are year-round either. Okay. I'm not a big candy guy lately, so. I don't know if they're all the time, but they are good. I don't know what it is about this segment. You said the word that we don't say anymore. I know. I don't know what it is about this portion of the show, but it always makes me, one, hungry, which, duh. But two, makes me feel like like fall kind of Christmassy. Really? I don't know what it is. 
I think we didn't we start this around Christmas time. I don't know. Maybe I feel like we might have. Maybe it's just because we talk about like themed candies, mm. you know. And that is a big Christmas thing. Yeah. Every year. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm really trying to enjoy summertime, but I'm also aching for the fall. So. Mm, yeah, well, it'll be here sooner than you think. Yeah, summer's already summer break is already well past half over. Uh huh. Which it's is crazy sad. to me. It's sad. <laughs> you know, we say that, it, and we've had an extended summer break. Right, like, <laughs> it's gone on forever. Summer break but started it's still in March. Over, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, all right, new Lay's flavor icons potato chips hit stores yesterday, Ooh. and uh, a lot Ooh. of these have me excited. Yeah, we got a chili Riano flavored one. Yes, a Carnitas Street Tacos flavored. Yes, one. New York style pizza flavored yes. one. Nashville hot chicken flavored one. Not yes, not that one. And Philly cheesesteak. Yes! <laughs> I gotta have them all. Right? Except they, for the hot chicken. You don't like the hot chicken? Mm, I ain't a fan of chicken. But I mean, there won't be actual chicken. Well, I know, but it's we've gonna already, have the flavor of chicken. But we've already discussed that it was a, a, a texture thing, wasn't it? It wasn't a flavor thing, because everything tastes like chicken. Everything <laughs> does not taste like chicken. Pork tastes like pork. Beef tastes like beef. Bacon tastes like bacon. <laughs> bacon does taste like bacon. I'll give you that. <laughs> chicken is gross. Uh, Snickers is coming out with a new, uh, like we need another Snickers, but Snickers is coming out with a peanut butter brownie square. Hmm. Uh, not coming until next year, but it's two squares of caramel and peanut brownie filling. Sounds good. Sounds weird. It sounds good. I don't think I've ever had brownie with peanuts. I've had it with really? walnuts. I've had it with oh, pecans. Oh, that's true. But not peanuts. That's true. So I don't know if it'll play the same way. Huh. But also, I don't know what to expect from the brownie texture inside a candy bar. Oh. You know what I mean? I feel like there's something that has like a cookie brownie. Filling? Like inside a bar? Mm-hmm. I just can't remember what it is right now. Hmm. Well, it would be weird. Like I'll, I'll, I, you know, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I feel like the brownie portion would just need to be very super fudgy, like very rich. Mm -hmm. It couldn't be like a like a Hostess brownie that's kind of dry on the inside. I don't part, know why you know? we continue doing this. What? I'm like starving right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what makes me starving is this next one. The Sonic BBLT is back. So what is this? It is the big bacon lettuce and tomato sandwich ah. it is it is like gigantic yeah it's half the size of your head piled with bacon it's huge and it's delicious because for some reason sonic does bacon really well i do agree with that <laughs> I, I do don't agree understand with that. why but they do bacon better but than they also places. do toast really well too i do and like so, their toast but yeah. it's not on toast it's oh on it's a bun. not it's really on a special bun yeah oh well that kind of I bet you could get it with toast. It buns me out. I mean, they're 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 the king of customization, right? Over there, you can get it with toast. Gosh, I love Sonic so much. <laughs> so that's here now. Mm. So you know that might be a lunch yeah. for today. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Burger King is doing something uh, in the opposite direction, going smaller, with a uh, mini milkshakes. Okay, nine ounce milkshakes for a dollar. I can get behind which that. which is a great idea. Yeah. Because even a small milkshake from like McDonald's or whatever is huge. Is huge and so many calories. Yeah. It's going to be the. It's gonna, you could get you could get all your daily calories in one milkshake. Yeah. So a tiny one for a dollar. Mm -hmm. They're also super expensive, but a tiny one for a dollar, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. You get the taste, 
without as much of the guilt. Yep. Uh, lastly on the list, we got Pizza Hut in Taiwan is doing a ramen-inspired pizza. The new thin crust ramen pizza comes topped with garlic bone broth sauce, actual ramen noodles, barbecued pork, chorizo pork, which while related to Chinese char sui pork is typically braised rather than roasted, bamboo shoots, cheese, green onion, chili, uh, which is the, 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 the spice, not mm-hmm. how we know it here in New Mexico, half of a soft boiled egg and sesame seeds. So literally disgusting. a bowl of ramen on a pizza. It sounds gross. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I don't think I can do it. Noodles, uh, even noodles on a pizza. Like I've had like a mac and cheese based pizza. I think they made that at CC's when they were here. Mm-hmm. I hated that because the, 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 the textures don't mix well, in my opinion. <laughs> Are you still hungry, Mo? Nope. <laughs> I can't do it. Well, good, because it's time for our taste test. Great. <laughs> Fun. All right. So, so far in our taste tests, so far in our taste tests, we have done a gross cookie. Mm-hmm. We have done two, like, healthier candies, mm-hmm. one of which was really good and one of which was mostly disgusting. Yep. Uh, so... One one place we haven't gone yet is spicy realm. Oh gosh! <laughs> so we actually talked about these uh, a couple weeks ago. No, no. We've got the. I'm afraid. <laughs> I can't get it out of the bag. We got the Cheetos. Oh. Flaming hot pepper puffs. Okay, I'm all about it. Hottest ever. They are shaped like little peppers. Little, little little peppers, little peppers there. So we're going to give these a shot. Uh, I am a weenie when it comes to spicy stuff. Mo knows this. And uh, I have never had a flaming hot anything. Really? In the chip world. Really? Not once. So I'm going from zero to 100 here. With zero the to hot. Ever. So hot. I'll let you open that since it's hard to do with one hand. So I'm holding a phone right now because if you are a Patreon donor, you get to get the exclusive videos of us actually trying these. You get to see our facial reactions and ooh, all that fun. Ooh. They don't smell hot. They don't smell hot? Okay. No, but they are a... Bright red? No, but they're like... Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah, that's a... That's a big, a big pepper. All right, Mo's already going in. Ooh. I like the flavor right away. You're not bad. Ooh. Okay, not terrible. <clears throat> yeah, do all do they all taste like that? Do Flame and Hot have that kind of slightly vinegary backing? So yeah, this is the flaming hot flavor yeah. for sure. But it's not even as hot as the flaming hot Cheetos that Really? I'm getting it in the back of my throat pretty bad. Nope. I will eat another. (coughs) Because I'm starving. Oh, no, I feel it. I'm going to have one more too, though, to see. I do like the flavor a lot. The flavor is good. I enjoy the flaming hot flavor. But it is not. That's your third one mm-hmm. at three. They're not bad. I'm not feeling it at all. Period. 
Yeah, you know what? Even after having a second one now, the the, the heat has died down in my yeah. throat. It is not. Cheetos, seriously? Hottest ever? <laughs> you know what, though? I like it enough that I might try a regular Flaming Hot something. I like that flavor. So if you like this, definitely go get the Flaming Hot Cheetos. Just the because, normal Flaming Hot Cheetos? Yeah. They're really good. These are not bad. I've like, like I said, I've always been a weenie with spicy things, so I've never wanted to try them because I'm always thinking that I'm going to just be sucking down water. Nope. But um, these aren't bad at all. So down at the bottom, there's a little disclaimer that says hottest ever product in the Frito-Lay portfolio in the United States. Right. So my so guess sure is... They're, they're hotter in some other places. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're let down, but I'm actually I'm uh, super encouraged. disappointed. <laughs> like this has turned me on to the Flaming Hot brand. Nope. Ooh, Flaming Hot Funyuns are a thing. I think I want to try them. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, their flaming hot is reaching out everywhere. They got flaming hot ruffles. They got flaming hot funyuns. Several different versions of flaming hot Cheetos now. I'm about to eat this whole bag because yeah, it's it. not bad. <laughs> I do like it, but yeah, it's not super hot. The hot the the heat fear is not a. It's a big not one. a factor. Not a factor at all. Um, now, I have been told. There's another heat one that I'm looking for. As soon as I see it in stores, I'm buying it for us to try. Great. Which is the new uh, Bean Boozled Fiery Five. Really? Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking for that because I've heard that that is actually, that's, that'll kill you. Great. They have one that's a, a Reaper, <clears throat> Carolina Reaper. Yeah? Yeah. So have you, have you seen the new show Don't? Yes, and I hate it. Well, did you see the episode, the very first episode, where yeah. they ate the peppers? Yeah. I felt bad for the guy. Yeah. Especially you knew what he was going through. Right in, number one, with the jalapeno, and he just took that whole bite, and I was like, ooh. We've been there. That's rough. <laughs> They're sitting there offering him ice-cold lemonade and yep. whatever. And yep. He has to walk I on that know. tiny treadmill. That yep. was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I fell for him, yep. but I hated the show. I'm sorry. I hate it. I kind of liked it. I mean, it was it was entertaining for a one go, but it's not something that I'd be like, I'm going to keep watching this. You really? No. Nah. Okay. Well, I've only seen the first episode so yeah. far. So. That's all we've seen, too. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So, thumbs up for me. And you like the flavor. Yeah, you're they're just good. Let, you're just let down by the hottest ever claim. Absolutely. Because it wasn't anything. I, like, think I still feel it. I think it's because they're so big. They're so... In comparison to the Cheetos. They're like uh, imposing. Yeah. Like they give off an idea that this is going to be a experience. Yeah. But it's not. That it's not. If you are like me and you eat like four or five Flamin' Hot Cheetos at a time. Yeah. Then you're not going to taste a difference hmm. at all. Okay. All right. So still good. Just not a big deal. Yeah. They're just funny shapes. Exactly. That's it. All right. Yep. Well. That was one thing. <laughs> All right. Whew, I still do feel the heat, though. Yeah. Do you know what? I was that same way with, like, hot tamales, the candy. Yeah. Like, I was a big Mike and Ike fan, and I would never get hot tamales, so I was afraid. And then one day, uh, my friend Dakota happened to offer me some, and I'm like, all right, I'll try it. And yeah. I loved it. Yeah. 
Now, you eat too many of them. Like, I've eaten downed whole movie-sized boxes before. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, your mouth gets whew, pretty hot. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. It's still great. And so, yeah, I'm excited. It's not this a, a miserable. It's good. I'm glad it is, Matt. <laughs> Trying things I've never never wanted to try and liking them. I'm proud of deal. you. I'm proud of you. It's not a miserable heat, but it's that good kind of mm-hmm. just last for long enough to be like, yeah, that's yeah. good. It's not a hurt. Yeah. It doesn't like hurt you. It's just uh, like the heat you feel. Right. But um, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Go. Good day. Two good taste tests in a row for me. Yeah. Uh, coming up later in the show, churches are becoming bad. No, dang it. See, there's always one. Every week, there's always one I forget to change. Yeah. Coming up later in the show, <laughs> Mo is going to share with us 15, no, 10 things she would tell her 15-year-old self. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. I swear I go through these and double check them every time I forget. <laughs> Side Hug here on Back Row Radio, sharing airtime with the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie. Coming up next, I share with you 10 things I'd tell my 15-year-old self, but first, here's Critical Hit with Hector Mira. Hey everybody, welcome to Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mira with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. So, at the beginning of summer, I always try and drop a Faith and Fandom book to prepare for the new con season. Um, Usually summer is jam-packed with Comic-Cons, and that's when I take a new book out into the world to be experienced and to minister to a whole new bubble of people and with comic cons being canceled this year i wasn't even sure if it was worth the effort to go through all that it takes to get a book edited and published and everything else but honestly i know that there are people out there that believe in my books and that really are ministered to by them and so i was like okay you know what i'm just gonna put it out there anyway i don't know what it's gonna do but i'm gonna put it out there and so it came out this week and you know, low key, I've been like stalking the rankings on Amazon because a couple of my books in the past have been number one new releases, and I really wanted this one to be because I believe in it. And I got there this morning, you know, just checking stuff, and you know, I kind of came to that self realization moment. I'm like, look, dude, the world is ending, and nobody cares about your book right now. And so I, I stopped checking Amazon. Well, then a little while later, uh, I wanted to buy an Appa stuffed animal from avatar the last airbender so i went to amazon and it was still on my book page and lo and behold my new book's a number one new release and i screamed and my kids came running through the house and it was so awesome uh it was a great moment but i had to stop paying attention to that because i had to record a podcast so i recorded the podcast and no joke in the 30 minutes it took for me to record that podcast my book was no longer a number one new release. And it was like, here today, gone 30 minutes from today. (laughs) And, you know, you never know how quickly things are going to go. So it's really important to appreciate when they're actually happening. James 4.14 says this, You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Y'all straight up, our life moves at great speed, even when it feels like it's going slow. And we legit have no idea what's going to happen in the next few moments or days. So it's really important for us to celebrate what's happening now, trust in what God is going to do in the future, 
and let him handle what happens next. Faith and Fandom is a ministry of outreach and encouragement to geek culture. You can connect with us at Faith and Fandom, Finding God in Geek Culture on Facebook. We have several books of geeky Bible studies and devotionals, a metric ton of memes, are present and active at dozens of Comic-Cons each year, and have multiple podcasts, including Love Thy Nerds Pull This Podcast, which I co-host. I'm Hector Welcome Mirai. back to the Morning Side Hog, a Backrow Morning Show here on BackrowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And today, if uh, you didn't hear the beginning of the show, is Mo's birthday. She is 35 years old. She is in her last year of relevancy. <laughs> I am younger than her. <laughs> and I just want that to be made known. I am now one year younger than her. For two months. <laughs> By the number. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I came with her with a challenge. Uh, she's going to be leading the segment. And I challenged her to come up with 10 things that she would tell herself 20 years ago, when mm-hmm. she was 15 years old, what are 10 things that you wish you could go back and tell yourself then? And uh, she came back with a list, like, within 30 minutes, like, very quickly. Like She she had this on her heart already, almost. So uh, I'm going to let her take the lead here and list these off and explain uh, why. Kay. So go right ahead. What's number one? Number one is brand names mean nothing as an adult. So this is something that I kind of try to get through to my own children is, you know, I have two teenagers. I have a 14-year-old and a 13-year-old. Both are boys. And one is very much into brand names where the other one is like, meh, yeah, it's nice. And I would at least like my tennis shoes to be a brand name, but I don't have to wear Nike everything. Yeah. Like his younger brother. Um, (laughs) And I've been trying to convince them, you know, I get most of my clothes from Walmart. (laughs) That's where I buy most of my wardrobe. And... My son is always like, Mom, really? Like, you can buy clothes at other stores. You're one of those people? <laughs> well, Canon, <laughs> as an adult, it's actually cooler if someone's like, hey, that's such a nice dress or that's such a nice shirt. Where'd you get it? And I'm like, Walmart. <laughs> $15, had a Snickers on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's something that as an adult, it's it's more of a bragging right to be like, yeah, I spent half the price on this and it looks just as good as what you're wearing, yeah, yeah. you know? I don't think I've ever been like fascinated with needing a brand name clothing no. item or anything. Certain things in life, not clothes, but certain other things in life, I feel like I need brand name things. Yeah. But. Well, for you, it was like video games and... You know, you had yeah, all of that. but you the... couldn't get, I mean, if you got a off-brand video game, right. something or they were garbage. But I'm saying that was like your, your bragging right, if you yeah, will. Like yeah. you yeah, had consoles yeah. and things. Whereas for me, it was, if I was wearing, if I wasn't wearing LEI jeans, which that. LEI was yours? Yeah. I remember Bugle Boy being a thing. Well, and Jinko. Jinko jeans, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those big baggy jeans. Yep. That was crazy in yep. the 90s, man. Mm-hmm. Early 2000s. Yep. So if you weren't wearing one of those brands, the people knew something's up in your family. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is definitely number one. Brand, ne- brand names mean nothing as an adult. All right. Uh, number two, you're not going to marry any of these boys. Mm. So 15 was a really difficult year for me. It's when my life really took a, a big turn. And so... I started to try and find validation in boys and 
um, what they thought of me and kind of having all the boyfriends. <laughs> Everyone. Collecting them like trading cards. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Other people are playing Pokemon. You're collecting boys. And with every <clears throat> single one, I thought, this is the one I'm going to marry. This is the boy I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And it, not, not a single one of them. Nope. <laughs> and see, from, from my perspective, yeah, that was the girl that I married, you yeah. know? Uh, and I remember my older brother, like, uh, Deidre and I had been dating, I think, for two years at this point. Yeah. And she was over for our Christmas Eve, because we did Christmas on Christmas Eve. So mm-hmm. she was over with us, having Christmas with us. And she had been, like, leaning on my knee, sitting, like, sitting on my knee at one point. Uh-huh. And I had my arm around, uh, like, her waist. But it wasn't, like, inappropriate. It was yeah. just, you know, we were all crammed in there. There weren't really places to sit. She didn't want to sit on the floor. Yeah. And my brother, like, pulled us aside. Who He's 10 years older than us, or than me. Pulled us aside and said, you know, y'all really shouldn't be this physical, like, this, 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 you know, touching like this. You know y'all aren't going to marry each other. Yeah. You know, this is, you're dating. You're, you're, you're in junior high school, or high school at this point. But... Y'all aren't going to marry each other. Y'all mm-hmm. shouldn't be intimate in these kind of ways. Yeah. And I was ticked off at him. But, uh, like, it made both of us, like, sit there and think, are, well, are we? Yeah. You know? Maybe we shouldn't. If we're not going to marry each other, should we even date? You know, maybe for a week, you know, we had these kind of thoughts. But then, well, we're like, you know, yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. And we did. Yeah. And we're still, you know, right. 15 years later. Right. And so... At the same time, I think to myself, like I saw my nephew, Chris, uh, get into a relationship when he was really young. Not even as young as I was, though, when I started dating Adra. Mm-hmm. But thinking, will you stop doing this stuff? You're not going to marry her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm thinking with my kids, I'm going to be the same way. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. wait yeah. till college. You're not going to marry these people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Well, and my oldest it. son has his first girlfriend. Mm. which we love her, love her dearly. And uh, thankfully, thanks to COVID, things are moving really slow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but they've been best friends for years. Really? She's been one of his best friends and in his little friend group since fifth grade. And he's going into ninth grade. They've only started dating. And they've just started dating. Yeah. So, you know, it's not as if. She's not been a part of the family or she's, you know what I mean? We know her. We love her. But I am finding myself thinking the same things. How do I approach him about this relationship? And just kindly reminding him, you may marry her. It's not that it's not a possibility. But it's also a very large possibility that you're not going to marry her. So, yeah. Um, And along that same realm, the next the next thing that I would tell my 15 year old self is that the decisions you're making today will directly affect your marriage in 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, those same decisions that I made with all of those trading cards that I was collecting. <laughs> and it, it may not, this is something that's hard to explain to a teenager. And it's something that I've thought of, thought of for years now, <clears throat> but you know, parents tell their kids don't have sex because you could get pregnant. Don't have sex. Don't do this. If you kiss, then that leads to the next thing. And then the next thing leads to the next thing. And then ultimately you're having sex and there's no, no going back. And 
that is true. But what they don't say is that because of those decisions, that's going to affect the way that your husband feels, the way that you feel about your husband, the way that, you know, and it's just things that you don't even consider as a 15 year old, Yeah, you know, that it's going to have lasting effects on your, your trust and your marriage within, within your relationship, within mm-hmm. your long-term relationship that you have for the rest of your life. Yeah. No decisions you make today are worth the hardship that it's going to put on your marriage in 20 years. And honestly, I think it's not thinking in that that wise that uh, <laughs> is one of the reasons marriage is becoming less and less important to the world at large. Yeah. Like less of it, like marriage is almost seen as just the next level of dating and eventually we'll get tired of each other and we'll move on and marry yeah. somebody else. Yeah. And I feel like it's that reason is that we haven't taken it seriously. We haven't seen it as that is the end goal to where we should be for the rest of our lives once we reach that point. Mm-hmm. It's more like, let's find someone I'll have fun with at this point in my life. You know, have fun with them enough that we get married for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, we're done. Yeah. One day and walk away and mm-hmm. you know, have a fight or have some hardship happen and decide, no, nah, that's all. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's because we're not taking it seriously. Because mm-hmm. we do all the things that is supposed to be reserved for marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, with everybody that we're dating because essentially it's no different yeah. in our mind. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relationships are not stepping stones. Exactly. And that's kind of how I viewed them as a teenager. Just, okay, well, I'm, I've come to the end of this one on to the next. Yeah. You know, on to the next step. Um, the next thing, this is kind of hard for me, but don't quit so easy. Mm. And there's so many things that... This is definitely a lesson I've had to learn well into my adulthood, but there's so many (laughs) things through my childhood and early teen years that I did and that I loved and that I was really good at, but because of one person's opinion or because of a circumstance surrounding it, I quit. I gave up. I chose not to do it anymore. I played violin for three years. Loved it. Loved it. I don't think I knew that about you. Went on to high school. I played it all throughout middle school. Went on to high school. And our high school was two towns, two different towns in one building. Literally, our name is Aiden Grifton High School. Those are the two (laughs) different towns. So everybody who went to Aiden Middle and everyone who went to Grifton Middle, they joined. And it was this big thing that Grifton Middle's orchestra was way better than Aiden Middle's Mm. orchestra. And I came from Aiden Middle. And I was terrified that I wasn't going to measure up to all the Grifton people. And so instead of sticking with it and trying and maybe being less than for a little while, but getting better and growing, I just quit. I gave up. Didn't even join? Didn't even join. Hmm. I cheered all throughout middle school. Realized I couldn't tumble, and there was a girl from Grifton who could tumble. She was a gymnast, and so she could do like four or five backflips. Knew I was never going to be as good as her, so chose not to cheer in high school. Hmm. And there's just so many things throughout softball. I played softball, you know, theater. I Oh, we did Midsummer Night's Dream my senior year. I didn't get the starring role, but I had a secondary role. Yeah. But because I didn't get the starring role, I quit. Oh. I know. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. 
So there's so many things that I look back on now as an adult and I'm like, one, I loved it. I loved everything about it. And I cut myself short. I missed out on such big opportunities, even if they hadn't ever taken me anywhere in life. I just missed out on those memories and and that time, you know, the experiences because I quit because I gave up too easy. I was, I don't know if I was afraid of failure, afraid of not measuring up. I don't, but I just quit easy, chose not to do it. So don't be a quitter. That's what I would say. (laughs) Um, Things will get harder, but they'll also get better. And so, as I said earlier, 15 was a really, really difficult year for me. That's when my parents decided that they were getting divorced. Um, When we stopped going to church, there was just... 15 is when my life just turned upside down. Yeah. And so for a while, things got really, really tough. But they also got really, really good in those tough times. And so, you know, kind of like sprinkled in between like a funfetti cake. You know, you've got your <laughs> sprinkles in the middle of all this cake. I can pick out all the good things. I can remember a lot of really good things that happened. In your analogy, the cake part is bad. Yeah, the cake part is bad. The sprinkles are good. Because <laughs> the majority of it was bad. More it like was a, hard. A funfetti poop should be yeah. the, the real that, thing. <laughs> maybe. Sure. Every now and then there's a sprinkle in there. <laughs> but that's how I can remember thinking... That my life was so difficult and it yeah. was never going to get any better. Yeah. And oh, it, yeah. I, I felt the same way like when I was 13. Yeah. Like I thought, no, this is it. This is as miserable as life is is, is going to – or this is as good as life is going to get and I'm miserable. Yeah. I guess is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. So just being able to see the those good things because <laughs> it, it is hard, but it's getting better. It's slowly getting better and it will only get better as time – Time goes on. Um, and along that same vein, the girl who's making your life miserable will actually end up being a dear friend of yours. This is number six. Number six. And this is a very specific one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she knows who she is. I mean, we've had this conversation before, and it was all over a boy. We both dated the same boy. He went back and forth between the two of us. And, you know, the boy wasn't the enemy. We were each other's enemy. Mm. And so... <laughs> I very much who I am now is very much who I was at 15, very bubbly, very energetic. Everybody never really met a stranger, just yeah. always nice to to everybody for the most part. Um, <laughs> Heavy asterisks. <laughs> so I couldn't ever really understand the whole mean girl concept until I was thrown into it because mm. I was just not a mean girl. I was. I was nice to all the girls, nice to everybody, you know. But in in this moment is when I realized there are some girls that will just do anything that they can to make your life miserable. And this girl did. I mean, just things that she said about me and not even knowing my personal life, not even knowing what I was going through at home um, and how even harder the things, even harder, even more hard, the things that she was, was saying about me would hit and would affect me because of what I was going through at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing to say something about someone who's stable and secure and everything is great in their life. And you know, a random rumor is thrown out and it's like, okay, whatever. But when someone's life is completely flipped upside down and on top of that, 
these ugly rumors are getting spread, it just makes things a thousand times worse. Yeah. So, but as adults, she ended up marrying that boy. That marriage didn't go well. It went much like the relationships went in high school. And after that, after that all ended, she reached out to me and she was like, you know, I'm, I'm realizing now that we were not each other's enemy. And so this is like 10 years behind us and 10 years since she's been divorced and, and we've reconciled and she's become a really good friend, yeah. a really good friend of mine. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen to the teachers who go out of their way to help you. They're not trying to hurt you. Number seven. <clears throat> so... This was hard for me. I didn't really think that anybody cared enough, cared about my future enough. Yeah. And I just kind of felt like I was just another number for Mm. teachers. Like, if I get a failing grade, then you look bad. Well, and that's not necessarily the case. First, (laughs) okay, you know, maybe for a teacher, that's the case. But for the majority of teachers, they genuinely care. Oh, yeah. They genuinely care about what's going on in your life and and your future and the steps that you need to take today to better your future. I feel like nobody would be a teacher in middle school or high school if they didn't genuinely want to be. Yeah. With a rare exception. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> because it's a hard job. Yeah. <laughs> for not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but along that same line, and my number eight is it's okay to trust people. Mm. I just had a, a, you know, a really difficult time accepting that anybody could care enough to go out of their way to be kind and to love me and, yeah. and to see me worth their effort and not get personal gain out of it somehow. Mm. So those two things really kind of go hand in hand is I had to hard, hard time believing anybody was genuine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So anyway, um, number nine would be be confident you're gorgeous, but not because of your body. And so this is something that I think most teenage girls go through. It has very, very, very little to do with your body type or your weight or um, how you're built that makes you beautiful. It's in how you act and how you treat people and how you carry yourself and where you place your value. That's what makes you beautiful. So start walking with confidence. Stand up. Chin up. (laughs) Don't walk through the halls with your head down. Be confident because you've got something to offer. Yeah. That confidence thing, though, uh, you know, you say little girls. I, f- I feel like that's a, a universal thing yeah. uh, for, for men and women. Um, and maybe not necessarily for looks, per se, all the time with, like, men. But uh, men, I feel like it leans more towards what does it mean to be a man, you know, to be, to be manly or to be brave or to be strong or all these kind of things that we're, we're – we're used to hearing as, you know, what the quintessential man should be. Yeah. And most of us don't feel like that for the bulk of our lives. Mm -hmm. And we get that same kind of distressed, Mm -hmm. you know, lack of confidence. Yeah. Um, But even just the act, which you just said, just the act of walking with your head up Mm -hmm. makes you feel more confident. Yeah. You've done nothing else other than just walk without looking at the ground. Yep. You feel better about yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Making eye contact with people is not a frightening thing once you start doing it. 
Yeah. It's really not that terrifying. But for some reason, we get it into our head that it is. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to make contact with uh, eye contact with anybody. And we don't want to look up. And so we just stare at the ground. I did that till I was in ninth grade, till I was about 15. Yeah. And then one day I just decided, okay, I got to look up when I'm walking. And I felt much better about myself just in general. Yeah. See, and that's when it started for me. When I started looking at the ground, because that's when I started realizing all of a sudden that people are judging you. Mm. People are looking at you and they're they're making decisions about you without even knowing you, you know. And so I can remember that was my fear of looking people in the eye, because the second that I looked them in the eye, I knew that they were judging me. Mm. They were looking right through me, figuring out, making decisions and, and you know, coming to conclusions about who I was and what they yeah. thought about me. And so... 15 high school is when it started that i started to slump mm -hmm. yep Man. started to doubt myself um teenagers hard it is <laughs> it is incredibly difficult incredibly <clears throat> difficult my last one and probably the biggest one would be go back to church people hurt you not god and so like I said, at 15 is when my parents got divorced. My mom found out that my dad had been having an affair. My dad worked for our pastors. And in that time is when we stopped going to church. And I kind of put blame on our pastors, you know, um, for my dad having the opportunity to cheat through his workplace, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, I felt like nobody understood. Nobody at the church got what I was going through. Everybody else in the church, all their families had perfect marriages. Their parents were still together. You know, there was no weirdness or awkwardness. They're, they lived the perfect life. And here I was. <laughs> My life was crumbling to pieces, falling apart, and no one understood it. And so because of that, I got very angry and a lot of hurt and placed all of that anger and hurt really towards God and towards the church um, and couldn't understand why God allowed this to happen. Yeah. You know, we were a Christian family. We went to church every single night of the week for one thing or another. My parents were the youth leaders. I couldn't understand how when we had devoted so much of our time to the church, how God would allow this to happen in my life. And as an adult, looking back, I can see and I can understand now that one, the church had nothing to do with it. Two, the pastors had nothing to do with it. But most importantly, God had nothing to do with it. And that's not not saying God just sat back and allowed everything bad to happen. Because he, he was very much protecting me and was alongside me the entire time. But it was not him who caused the pain right. that happened in my life. So That's... Uh... That's a rough one. Yeah. And I feel like it's probably the most common issue that people have when they leave the church. I mean, we've talked about a few of the the higher profile like Christian artists that have left the quote unquote left the faith in the yeah. last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And uh, virtually all of them listed that as one of their main reasons is that they left the church because of the people mm -hmm. in the church. And while I get that. Mm -hmm. That makes me question if you understood what the faith was about at all. It's mm -hmm. of course we're awful. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of the point. We're all we're all still sinners, and I'm sure a lot of us act like we aren't, and a lot of us put on 
our masks or, or we continually condemn other people instead of looking at our own stuff. And that's just because those people are also broken and they're terrified of anyone finding out. So they like to point the finger more than having it pointed at them. Mm-hmm. It's, all a, it's all a game of we're trying to be better and we don't know how. And unfortunately, that paints us in a very, very negative corner. Yeah. We paint ourselves into that corner of uh, looking like hypocrites all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, you're listing, you know, your family was breaking apart and you saw all these other families who had the perfect life. And you didn't know at the time that likely many of those families were also in different kinds of turmoil that exactly. you didn't see. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things we talk about a lot on our show is that we wear too many masks as believers between ourselves. We don't have to put everything out in the open. We don't have to broadcast everything on YouTube, but we should be talking with our church. Mm-hmm. We should be able to be open with members of our church about the things that we're struggling with and the things that are really uh, driving us throughout our daily lives to be in such pain or, or fear or anxiety. Mm-hmm. And we don't. And yeah. ultimately... That wouldn't just help you. That would help so many other people in the church who also feel like that they're the only ones going through these things. Mm-hmm. But we can't ever seem to do it. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. You know, we're embarrassed or terrified. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. But that's exactly what the Bible tells us to do. We're supposed to, you know, bear our souls to our church family so we can start the healing process. Yeah. Um. If I could have known that the church was the one place I needed to be. Yeah. I feel like so much of my life would have been different. Yeah. Would have taken a different turn. But at the same time, I don't know that I would be sitting here with the life lessons that I have behind me. Yeah. You know, and as my own children are entering teen years, I I don't know that I would have... Um, quite as much empathy for the things that they're going through and the choices that they're making. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the general principle behind the belief that God uses all things for mm-hmm. for His glory for good. Yeah, uh, He'll take all of our garbage in the past and use that to to build up the future. Right, which is fantastic. And you know, I'm in the same boat. Like you know, I shared my testimony uh, a few weeks ago for those of you who had never heard it, or last week, last Monday, and uh, you know. I had a lot of horrible things that that I did in Mm -hmm. the past with a lot of horrible consequences. And while I hate that that's a part of my story, ultimately it has made me a much better person, Mm -hmm. I believe, with a a lot uh, stronger confidence in myself and a better head on my shoulders and a stronger faith, uh, a stronger connection with with God, a stronger marriage, all kinds of things. That maybe wouldn't have happened had I not gone through that at the time. I don't know. Yeah. But God took all that garbage, let me surrender it to him, and used it to build something better. Yeah. And so these these exercises of going back and saying, you know, what would we tell our 15-year-old self are beautiful in that it shows us exactly what God has shown us Mm -hmm. in this time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've already promised you that I'll do this on my birthday as well. My birthday will fall on a Wednesday, so okay. I will do this for for that show. But uh, it's it's um, it's necessary, I think, to have these moments where we look back like that and see yeah. just how far God's brought us. I very much appreciate you being 
gung-ho and willing to do it thanks well. <laughs> and happy birthday <laughs> i too. only got choked up a couple times <laughs> yeah you made it through really well i was worried <laughs> i was worried you'd get a little seeing the emotional lists yeah right away i'm like oh boy she wanted to talk about these things i can tell <laughs> but no really good stuff a lot of these i think all of these are even the ones that are specific to you yeah are broad enough that anybody could uh learn something from them very good list learn something from me <laughs> Coming up next, we share something that we love. We'll be back in just a few with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. side hug as our show is coming to a close for today but first i want to share with you something that i love and it's going to be kind of cryptic because i don't really know the brand other than tal and i bought it at walmart but i've got a giant water bottle and it's kind of like a hydro flask but it's walmart you can buy it at walmart it's it is gigantic it is half a gallon 64 ounces and (laughs) it helps me so for a long time, I have been wanting to do better at getting my water intake yeah. in every day. Make sure that I'm getting half my body weight in ounces. That's what they tell you is the best that you I can do. I would be terrified to do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I would drown. <laughs> typically, I need to drink about one, a ha- one and a half of these water bottles. Okay to get my water intake in. And I started out slow, but right away I was able to drink an entire water bottle in a day. And so okay. I was like, okay, this is doable. I Which can again, do this. It's huge. It's gigantic. It is. It, <laughs> it's gigantic. But can I've, you do it with one hand or do you have to do the two-hander thing? Well, Because <laughs> it I mean, looks like a two-hander. First of all, me. it's, it's, it's pretty heavy alone <laughs> on, it, on its own. It is a double wall vacuum insulated stainless steel water bottle. There you half go. Half a gallon. <laughs> Matt Googled it for me. Um, but so when it's full, I do have to use both hands. <laughs> but when I get down towards the end, I can, I can one hand it. But I fill it up first thing in the morning, drink quite a bit of it before I even have my coffee. That's how I feel like I get my really good kickstart is... Okay, I got to take at least four really big, huge gulps before I drink my coffee. And then by the end of the day, I'm either having to refill it or I've just finished it. And so, yeah. How much was that thing? $15? Not bad. No, it was actually very cheap considering you buy a Hydro Flask for $40. Goodness gracious. Yeah. 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 Okay. How long have you had this one? uh, Two weeks. Okay. It's going well. Mm-hmm. No weird flavor. No weird flavor. <laughs> it doesn't smell funky. And I've dropped it at least a dozen times. <laughs> and there's no chips or cracks or anything. Is it so. machine washable? Oh, I don't know. I just wash it by hand. Mm, that might be a deal breaker for me. Well, see, I don't. My kids do the dishes. <laughs> so I wouldn't see this thing for at least another week if I <laughs> if I depended on it being machine washable. So. Gotcha. All right. Well, I have something special before we close out. What? It's your birthday. They and say it's I your birthday. Na, 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 na. I have a present for you. Oh my gosh. And I'm very Here we go. About it. You can't see this online, but uh, we'll post a picture of it. <clears throat> oh. Masks. <laughs> that is awesome. There's two. Yes! Two uh, Brody masks, face masks. No, not Brody. Not Brody. I'm sorry. What are we calling? Trip. Trip. Oh, I'm getting mixed up. 
She's but that's the first one with the that one. But look at the second one because it's fantastic. Ah, I love it. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. We will we will take a a photo of these and put them online for you. Um, but uh, yeah, happy hey, happy birthday. That is okay. I got the same one. Hopefully, you can actually hear and understand what I'm saying because I have the mask on right now. But yeah, it's, you can hear a lot better with these than most of them. And you can breathe. Mm-hmm. And I've put them on, and it it hasn't like caused fog in my glasses like yeah, all the I'm other ones Yeah, I'm purposely breathing really heavy right yeah. now just to see if it fogs up my glasses. And it's a little, but not. Right. If you put it a little bit further down, well, I mean, you're kind of doing it already. But for me, it didn't seem to cause any problems. But uh, yeah. I'm so excited. Nice. And they're comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And it looks hilarious. <laughs> Does it? The one, the one that we're talking about, I, get, I have one that has just a bunch of uh, the trip, the ice cream cone mascot, just a you know, smattering of him. But the other one is just his mouth with the tongue sticking out, if you've seen the logo on our, our Back Row Radio stuff. It's awesome. And so it's very funny. Looks like so your we'll, tongue's sticking out. Yeah, so we'll take a picture of it, and we'll post it on, uh, on Back Row Radio's social media for y'all to see. That's well. so cool. <laughs> I love it. That was your idea, you know. It was your idea way back when this mask thing first started, y'all. We should make Back Row Radio masks. Now, there are no, uh, no plans to mass produce these, but... They are pretty neat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. Uh, All right, let's close out with the Bible verse for the day. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Thank you for joining us. There's a Back Row Morning Show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week, and Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio, and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of the Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps, and catch up on our new Monday through Wednesday shows. The podcast of our Throwback Thursday episodes are reserved for our Patreon donors, as well as other bonus content and incentives. If you listen to Back Row Radio and want to support the work we do, please consider partnering with us by going to backrowradio.com slash partner. Any size donation will get you our private podcast feed. That's it for the show. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. Happy birthday to me. And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye.